back with Vershawn Jackson, powered by Bauer, on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. You are listening to the captain here. Hope you had a great three-day weekend if you were afforded that with Memorial Day weekend. Thanks to, of course, uh, all the veterans and and the veterans that have lost their lives uh, to provide us with the opportunities that we have here in the United States, including being able to do this show uh, with you here. Vershawn Jackson still looking to get in touch with him, but we've got, of course, Terrell Farley and myself, Jake Bakovin, here on The Captain, as we usually do. And we talked a little bit about uh, some of the news over the weekend, some of the news even today, I guess, in the transfer portal where former Huskers have gone. Some have got lost. They're trying to find a landing spot. One of them did today, uh, and it was announced earlier this morning uh, via his Twitter, I believe, um, that Logan Smothers has committed to Jacksonville State to play with Rich Rodriguez, the former Michigan West Virginia coach, uh, now at Jacksonville State. Uh, oh, important to keep in mind, this is not Jackson State. This is not or Jack State <laughs> or Jack State. This is not where Nick Deion Birch. Sanders came over. Well, um, this is a small town in Jacksonville, Alabama. Uh, I think I took a visit there in high school. Um, it, I think they won D two title back in like ninety hmm. something. But you know, I I think this is a great fit for Logan Smothers. I know we always anticipated that he would come back to the Huskers. Now it puts us in a bind, I think, because now we have only one quarterback with experience of playing besides um, Chubba Purdy. That's a twenty-one-year-old redshirt freshman, but um, but you know, it, it it I'm excited for the kid. You know, everybody wants to find a home, but you know, it's with the transfer portal, it's so many kids in there that you can't. So for Logan Smothers to find this 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 thing, um, this this home, I, I think it's great for him. I think it's great for Jacksonville. I think it's great for his family to have him back. You know, on Alabama soul, you know, just to play in front of his 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 people. Now, um, Alante Brown, you know, he's he's back in the big the Big Ten, mm-hmm. so he's with Michigan State. I know they lost their receiver and quarterback last week, so you know, and, and we played this team. Yeah, and you know, you know, and only thing I can say is that, um, only thing I can say is that, um. When we play them, you got to watch him because he's gonna be he's gonna want some get back. You know he's practiced against these DBs. He's he knows their weaknesses, so he can put some words in the coach like, "Hey, this guy right here, he baits on 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 three yard hook hook and go." Oh, yeah. So you know you got you got to watch the things like that. And, you know I think he's gonna be excited when they come. What 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 game we play Michigan State? Uh, it'll be in November. Fourth. Oh, it'll uh, be cold. I won't go to that yeah, game. Yeah, it'll so, be pretty cold. You know, after around about October, I'm done with Husker football. <laughs> you know, going to it. You know, so. Well, this one is at Michigan State, so he won't make the return to Lincoln. Um, they'll just invite his, his, his probably show some friends around uh, uh, around East Lansing there from from Nebraska. Maybe will, maybe won't. But well, let me let me say um, something to Bryce. Uh, what is it, Clegg? Mm-hmm. You know, he brought his nephew up here, um, Bryce Hunter. Brandon, Brandon Clegg, yeah. but uh, he said um, that fifteen-hour drive to ne- that fifteen-hour drive to Nebraska was definitely a one-time thing. <laughs> That's up from Texas. Well, you right? think you drove from Texas? Me and my dad, we drove from Georgia, <laughs> and it took us about 
18 hours. So, <laughs> and you know, that was back in the days where they didn't have cruise control. Yeah. You know, you just got to keep your foot on the gas. So, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm glad the young men up here, uh, I seen something about Malachi Coleman's in town. Now these young guys, you, you know, now these young guys get to go around and see how it, you know, how to be a college athlete now. You know, you, you, you get you a summer course, you, you you get in the weight room, you get out there with the guys in the summertime. You know, I know every guy, oh, it's the captain, he's back. Hello, captain. <laughs> you, you can't hear? I don't know if he can. The captain. Difficulties, fellas. I had to improvise on the Yeah, well, I'm not, I'm not sure. We we're still breaking up with you. I don't know if you can hear me, but well, yeah, Brandon Brandon corrected me. Bryce Turner, he's roommates with Jalen Lloyd, so oh, okay. you know the, the, these guys get the. That's a fast group. Yeah, fast. Hey, they need to get their own relay team. Bryce, Jalen, Malachi. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And, and somebody else. They can. They yeah. can well, you, you know, it, like I said, but it's it's nice to have these young kids come in here and and try to learn and, and be eager to play early this year. You know, there's one thing that we don't know right now, how many freshmen is going to line up for this team. So, you know, these guys got to get in here. They got to learn a lot. They got to learn college football ball because, first of all, it's different from high school ball. Oh, yeah. Because in high school, you're not going to see a guy who's going to press every play. And when I mean press, I mean throw that jab at you and try to not let you get off the line. So this is a good thing that these guys are here early to try to learn from some of the the, the older guys like Marcus Washington, uh, Billy Kemp. Uh, uh, who Who's the other guy from BYU? Um, I mean, not BYU, but uh, Baylor. Oh, yeah, 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 Fleeks, Joshua Fleeks. Fleeks yeah. We, have we seen him yet? Uh, I think he – I can't remember if he played in the spring game. Obviously, didn't make a too big of an impression in my mind if he did. But, uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm I, interested, too. Is did, Was there a bigger adjustment for you going from high school to JUCO or JUCO to, to, to FBS, I guess, Nebraska? Well, I, I guess it's Nebraska because I, I didn't I didn't really expect me to come in right away and play like that. Um, I, I, I expected the – I didn't expect the red shirt either way. Yeah. So, Coach Osborne told me that you know he didn't he didn't give me a starting job. He said that you you you're, you're gonna find your way in there. You're gonna we, we we got some stuff that we can we can probably help you at and put you in some situations. But you know it it, it all worked out the way that I wanted to do because I, I came in hungry. I came in wanting to learn. I came in wanted to play. I came in I wanted to do anything to get on the field. You know that's either blocking punts or blocking field goals. So either way, I was trying to put myself on the field either way I can get. Now, these freshmen, they're not going to be able to get on the field that fast, not just in special teams because you want your older guys on, on special teams. You want the, the more guys, you know, like us, it was more starters on, on special mm -hmm. teams with us. So, you know, I'm one of those guys, I hate to run down there for, for, kickoff, return, for kickoff and then have to go play the first play of the game, but it warms you up. Yeah. You know, it, I know I'm not going to make the first tackle on kickoff because I'm just looking to make – I'm just looking to contain mm -hmm. or kick the ball out of bounds, Chris Brown. That's all <laughs> I want. Or kick it deep and touchback. Yeah, touchback. But, you know, these guys, they, I'm looking forward to Nebraska. I'm, I, I want to see what, what's going to go on this year. Um, I want to see the Minnesota game. Um, I think we might take a trip up there. Colorado still thinking about it. We can afford some tickets. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, but um, – 
looking forward to football, just all around, NFL, CFL, college football, everything. Yeah, he's starting to get into that mode. I know, you know, college football magazine season's out there. If you want to go out there and get your preseason magazine. Oh, I used to go get all of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love it. I, yeah. I still will. I'll go out and get one here pretty soon. Yeah, I, I think Phil Steele is the best one. Yeah. He, he doesn't come out to late, late June, uh, early July, but he has the most accurate, publication for recruiting and 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 for the he does every college football team in d1 so yeah and he gets into like deep into the analytics yeah, on yeah, all he yeah. gets the starters <laughs> the backups i mean this yeah and, and and it's kind of funny because when i looked at a field steel magazine when i came here it had me started and tony ortiz at the sound but that didn't go go the way so it was jay foreman and Ryan Twillick started it off, then it ended up being me and Jay. Hmm. But, you know, this is the time of year that these players, the hype starts, the All-American teams comes out. Only two, though, not four. Yeah, so, not four you know, all you gotta, you Did you gotta, guys read those magazines? Do you remember any anybody really reading that stuff on the team? Huh? Do you guys remember, like, reading that stuff on the team? Would you, would you guys read the preseason magazines? Well, because you guys were pretty prominent in them back in the day. Well, you know, the sports information people like Chris Anderson and uh, Keith Mann, they was manning that control. But, you know, they told us everything that, you know, I kind of knew that I was going to be like a, a All-American coming back. It was just me keeping my head straight, which I didn't. But, yeah. you know, things happen in life like that. And, and you know, but, you know, it's, it's good to still have those things. And, you know, I try to show my kids, and they blow me off. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, my my kids are not football kids. So, yeah. you know, they're more about their, their self. So they don't even really care about football. Did you well, – because you were on – I don't remember if you were on one of the preseason magazines. I know you were on, like, Sports – was it Sports Illustrated? Yeah, uh, me and Jared Thomas. Yeah, was you on and that. Jared Thomas. Was that yeah. was that a thing where the the SI people came down, or was that like a special? Did well, you guys do too much shooting for that, or you just well, kind of go shot out there it. and do it real we quick? Did, we did, we just didn't know what we were shooting it for. Oh, you didn't? Yeah, we we shot the magazine. We shot it because I think it was the same time that me, Grant, and and Jared Thomas, we all took the picture for the front of the um to the school um program thing yeah yeah so, you know the media guy so but you know it's it's a lot of things that go on during that but it was fun yeah yeah it was fun yeah yeah that was cool I, I i remember going back on that and uh you know seeing all those pictures some of those you know from those championship teams a lot of people kind of remember well, those it, it, it was one place I, I really wanted to go but i i didn't get picked for that team but it was the playboy all-america team oh yeah i wanted to go to the playboy <laughs> mansion and see old hugh in the in the playboy bunny that's but, right you know i didn't get picked for that one but you know <laughs> did they good. did they generally like have a real like was it was it the like the real all Americans? Was it pretty close to what the AP kind of put out there? Uh, it was, or was kind, it kind it, of just a? Uh, it was kind of a couple of people left off, but you yeah. know, uh, it was nice though. You know, I didn't I, know they did that. Oh yeah, they get to go to the Playboy Mansion and take a shoot and and all that. So you yeah. know, it's, it's like the play Bob Hope's Playboy is all American. Yeah. So. I didn't know they had that. So that, that's kind of funny. Uh, you learn, see, you learn something new every day, at least uh, on this show. You mentioned a little bit earlier too with Logan Smothers transferring to to Jacksonville State. You still think that they might want to grab a quarterback out of the portal? Uh, I'm interested in that. I think a lot of people thought if Logan Smothers did return, which of course Matt Rule left the door open for Casey Thompson for Logan Smothers to return. Now they've both uh, went away and, and found something, you know, which would be expected with with what they, you know, both of them having at least a little bit of tape to show. And in Logan's case, and in a lot of tape to show in Casey's, um, to to find a landing spot. Um, 
as you mentioned, you, you, you have Chubba Purdy uh, kind of as your primary backup that's had a little bit of uh, experience. You got Heinrich Harburg, who they, they was a big talk in, in, in spring ball. Not so much a great spring game as far as passing the ball goes and taking sacks and stuff like that. Um, you know, had, had a nice runner here, here and there. Both of them still kind of feel like <clears throat> you're a ways away from being really able to uh, completely buy into them. I, I, I at least say this: I think the situation is similar to what it was last year, where you were you you kind of felt like if your starter goes down, your offense is going to take a big hit. Now, also, you know, in in recent, I think it was the SI uh, article that uh, Matt Rule was in uh, was kind of talking about the strength of the team, what they're going to do, run behind a big offensive line. That's their that's their strength. He's calling it is their is their their running game. Um, so maybe that affects it a little bit differently. If, if Jeff Sims are going to use a lot in, in running rotations, both those guys are capable runners. Um, I guess I don't necessarily expect them to grab somebody from the portal. Um, just because I don't know if you can get somebody that's going to be in a better situation than Chubba Purdy or Harburg at this point. Well, I seen Chubba Purdy play last year, and it wasn't pretty. Right. So, and you know the thing about Hunter, he, he hasn't played. So, you know, it's not going to be a surprise when he get in the game and what he's going to do because I'm guessing teams are going to do their, 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 their research on him. Now, with Jeff Sims, he got to stay healthy. He has to. You know, I don't think he played a full season in college football yet. But the thing is, you know, if Matt Rule sees something that he likes about the offensive lineman, um, he sees something different from what I seen last year. So, you know, I'm not, you know, dogging them, but you know, it wasn't a great group of guys. It wasn't a good group of group of guys last year to, mm-hmm. to have. You know, Casey got Casey went down because of them, um, and you know, it, it, hopefully the summer and the you know some of the pickups they they got will push guys to be better because you don't want guys to get comfortable where they're not pushed a lot. And this is one thing he's doing. He's getting capable guys that can come in and play, but they have to learn on the run or learn on the fly because some of these guys, the kid from US, U, uh, what BYU or Utah, he hasn't Baylor? played. The, who's this? The young kid who signed last week. Oh, the quarterback. The lineman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He hasn't played. Tyler Knack, yeah. Uh, Hood, Hood hasn't played. Uh, you got the guy from Arizona State. He's the center. So you, then you got the guys that's coming back this year. So yeah. you know these guys haven't really played together. So and, and you got to understand about football that once you play as a unit, you got to you know you you play as a unit because you you feed off each other these guys got to communicate and there's a lot of communication going on on these lines when you see the the fake blitzes or the or you see seven in a box so these guys got to really get their motors running and their mouth running and and protect this quarterback if not it's going to be a long season for us again yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, it, it is interesting. I, I, I thought those. I thought those quotes were kind of in, was you know a little bit surprising, just because I, I know that that's what they want to do, and so I think they're trying to establish that, and maybe I, I don't want to say speak it into existence because I mean he's got to have a, at least enough faith that they can you know somewhat do what they want to do, which is kind of grind it out on, on the on the ground. You have you know you mentioned a few of them, um, but there is you know three of their five starters, which could be, you know, pretty different from last year's offensive line. 
um, didn't get to play a whole lot last year, at least for Nebraska. You mentioned Ben Scott, uh, Norton Welly going to be, re- be rejoining that line. I think, you know, two years ago, I thought he was the second best lineman uh, Nebraska had other than Cam Jurgens, um, And then Teddy Prohaska, hopefully healthy uh, finally once again. And so I think there is hope with, with, with those guys jumping in that the offensive line can look considerably different. But you're also right in that it might take a few games to kind of smooth it over uh, for the for that offensive line. It usually takes some chemistry to be built among them. And we even saw that with last year's offensive line. I, I thought got better throughout the year. Um, still was a far cry from the pipeline that, that you'd like to see, you know, from back in the day. Um, but it, it, it's, it's, it's part of the intrigue, again, of the early difficult schedule that they have um, with Minnesota and Colorado, and, and, and especially Minnesota. I know we're all looking forward to that Colorado game, and so, you know, you kind of overlook the Minnesota one. Well, Colorado was a, a one-win team last year, still a Power 5 team, which still makes it, you know, a difficult road game to kind of start your tenure, start your season. But Minnesota was a nine-win team, and it's a consistent um, nine, you know, eight, nine-win team uh, over the last couple of years. It's a good program. P.J. Flex got there. He's, you know, got to replace a few of his uh, six-year guys that he was holding on to there for a while. But um, it's it, it's going to be a, a, a tough test, and, and they are, especially when you talk about being a, a, a you know, running behind that offensive line. Um, that's what Minnesota is. I mean, they've kind of taken over with Wisconsin moving a little bit more. I don't want to call it the air raid. I know a lot of people are kind of thinking that with Phil Longo moving in there, but he still runs the ball, um, and I think they will still do so. You know, kind of be a mix of what they do, but still passing the ball considerably more at Wisconsin. Iowa's offense, um, you know, in the past, we've kind of said you want the offensive linemen like Wisconsin and Iowa. Iowa's had struggled a little bit the last couple of years, so they're not quite there. Minnesota's kind of taken over as that traditional, what you kind of think, three yards, a cloud of dust, Big Ten West, giant offensive line, you know, rely on a great defense, which has been uh, part of the recipe for through these Iowa and Wisconsin teams, and now Minnesota. Um, it That's, you know, and, and the other thing is, too, they can kind of trick you because you can kind of think, they're, you know, that it, with that style – you know, unless you can perfect it or, you know, really become a bully like Nebraska did with that, with that sort of philosophy, I suppose. Um, it's not one that's going to always, you know, win a game 52 to 14. So, I mean, you yeah. can st- stick it within a game with Minnesota until the third and fourth quarter um, and and then think, okay, well, we were close. When, when at the same time, it's kind of like, well, that's kind of their game plan is to kind of yeah. slowly you beat, beat you down. Yeah. yeah, and that's the thing about Nebraska. So, it's, it's it, this this is different Nebraska. So, you got to look at the teams from 2000 to, to – from, ni- from 90s to the 2000s. They had great offensive linemen and great defensive linemen. So when you do that and you go ones against ones, it's a battle out there. Now, if you got an average line like we got right now and an average D line, nobody's getting better because you, you know because you're both average. Yeah, you know, and that and that shows when we play other teams with above average defensive line and offensive line how they manhandle us. So once we get the the guys in the trenches who want to play like dogs or the guys on offensive line who want to push your face in the ground after the play to let you know, hey, I'm come, I'm gonna do this every play to you. And that's the thing we missing. We missing that mental toughness at Nebraska for these offensive linemen and defensive linemen. So we got to get out of here. We got to we got to recruit some dogs, some 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 like the coaches. I mean, like the like the big boy defensive line coach. Mm-hmm. I mean, Can't you fight. you know what you want. It's just about you going out there and get it. You know, you don't want to. I'm not saying you don't want a, a 
295-pound nerd that's not going to go out there and get <laughs> mad when somebody do to Oh, you don't want – I don't want nobody who's going to get up and help another team team player up and shake his hand to my good play. No, nah, what I want is a player like, hey, I'm going to get your ass next play. Yeah. So that's what I want. I want the players who's going to go out there and get get back, not just help players up and shake their hand and, oh, let me dust you off right here. No, get your, keep your hand off me. Yeah. So that's what we need them mean players back at Nebraska, and and, and hopefully Coach Rule not to go get them. Yeah, and, and certainly you think with with Terrence Knight and as you mentioned Dylan, or, or, there's too many Riolas, Donovan Riola, uh, you know, as as you know, trying to fix that line play for Nebraska, which again that's that's been the problem and, and been maybe overlooked over the last couple of, of coaching hires, to be honest with you. And I think that that's a lot that kind of went into this is, you know, an understanding with Trev Alberts, the type of football that he wants to play and, and get Nebraska into. If you're going to play in the Big Ten, and we know the Big Ten's evolving, but one thing that doesn't change about the Big Ten is it's a line of scrimmage league. Yeah. And Nebraska has not been up to par with the line of scrimmage since moving to the Big Ten. We haven't been adjusted to the Big Ten yet. Right. We we don't have Big Ten players. We don't we don't have the Big Ten attitude and we don't have the Big Ten wins. So, mm. you know, that's the three components that we don't have. So we gotta get better on each of them to to be a winning program again. Claytonio John, by the way, sent in the nineteen ninety five Playboy All American team. Looks like Tommy Frazier was in there, Tommy well, I was Keyshawn on, I, Johnson. Should, I have to look up ninety six. Oh that. yeah, ninety six is the team you're so, looking at. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Tommy went there. I think it was a, you know, they take their pictures. So you know, that's a good, <laughs> good, good, good. Uh, who is that? Uh, Georgia? Is that Georgia? Or, oh, that's Aggies. That's RC Slocum. Yeah, RC Slocum yeah. went there as well. <laughs> this yeah. must have been the coach of the year or something. I don't know. A good team. Mom, Leland McElroy right there. Uh, that's a good team. Yeah. So, you know, it's – well, we'll just see. Yeah. Uh, Tim Bianca Batuka, I can't tell. Uh, but there's some, some good uh, good names there. We can look up the 95 Playboy All-American team, see how much uh, see how much we got there. It looks probably just the offense, it looks like, uh, in that picture. But thanks to Claytonio John for sending that over. All right, let's uh, go ahead and take another break. We're up against it. Plenty more to talk about uh, in the world of sports. Uh, we'll break down a little bit more. Big week for Nebraska basketball, actually, as Kese Tamanaga works out with the Pacers today. He has a decision to make until Thursday. Thursday, whether to go to the NBA or come back to Nebraska, we know it's a big difference. But how much of a difference would it be with K-State Tamanaga back in fold for Nebraska? We'll talk about that next coming up here on The Captain on 93.7 The Ticket.